know, very simply, I think it's about learning who you are. You know, in the work that I do with moms, we really get clear on who am I? Like, what is this greater why for my existence? What is like my current purpose, aim, motivation, my reason to really get up and do a great job in this one day that I have in this experience of life? Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas, Carrie and Bailey here. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) We are back with another episode. Um, We are doing something a little different this time. We're pretty excited about it. You know, we always talk about a lot to do with the physical aspect, right? You know, how Mm -hmm. postpartum motherhood, the toll it takes on your body, how to, you know, recover, heal, um, and obviously lots of stuff sprinkled in between. But today we're going to really focus on an aspect that Bailey and I aren't exactly experts on, and that's your mental and emotional side of postpartum. How about Mm -hmm. that, Bailey? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've definitely both gone through it, but to help other people with it, definitely probably not my expertise. Same. Bailey's, you know, still in the thick of it. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) lovely postpartum Ten months later. (laughs) I know. Ten months. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. That's nuts. But yeah, so we are actually, actually the person we're bringing on, um, her name's Sierra and she is a, she's been a friend of mine for a very long time. I don't even want to tell you how long, cause then it will tell you when I graduated <laughs> college, but she was in a sorority sister in college with me. Um, and she, you can just tell, and you wait till you listen to this podcast. Um, she just, the way she speaks and her, the language she uses and just, um, it's just, it's completely different. And it does. It's like, Every time we talk about this in the podcast, like every time you talk to Sierra, you leave just energized and motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just got a knack for it. Um, so just a little bit about Sierra. She, so she's a close friend of mine, um, but she just like Bailey and I, you know, going through all these stages of life, she's a mama of two. Um, our kids are actually very similar in age. So she has a seven and a five-year-old and um, she's just experienced the same things we did, you know, going through postpartum, she, and having two children has realized the mom population is very underserved Mm -hmm. um, in all kinds of aspects that we talk about all the time in fitness. Um, So Sierra is, we're going to almost a life coach for moms. um, And you'll hear about what she does on the podcast. But what we go to in this podcast is, you know, at postpartum, you lose a lot of, I don't, I'm sure I can speak for everyone. And if you're not good for you, but (laughs) you you lose a lot of confidence and even motivation postpartum. Um, everything's different. Everything looks different. Everything functions differently. Uh, you've have this, feel new different. Human, you feel different. Like you've got this new human in your life. So emotionally, it's just trying to find that motivation to do anything for yourself again, um, is a real struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, yeah. So we just, um, kind of chatted with Sierra about, you know, in that postpartum period that you go through, you know, what is it that you can do? How, what simple things too? Cause there's a lot you can do, but it's, you know, what do you have time for? 
So I think she does a great job of touching on, um, you know, how you can take these daily steps, just like we talk about with fitness, like what can you do daily to regain that confidence and motivation when you are in the thick of that postpartum period? Yeah. And she has a great podcast voice. So I think you guys will really enjoy that. <laughs> she really does. She really At least does. I did. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, we can't wait for you to hear it. Um, there's yeah, also relax and, and enjoy. enjoy the show. Yeah. <laughs> check out the show notes. Um, she does some really cool, she's got a lot of free, just like we offer a lot of, um, really cool free resources. So we've tagged her in all the show notes, but, um, yeah, just check it out. Listen, and let us know what you think. What's up, mamas? Hey, Sierra. How are you? Hey, doing awesome. Happy to be here with you. I know. We're so excited to have you. This has been a long time coming. It really has. We really has. I know we kind of mentioned this in the intro. We're going to dive into the topic. But Sierra and I have known each other for a very long time, since college, since we were young. But <laughs> yeah. um, so um, it's just been it's been a journey because we've got to go through so many stages of life together. Um and just like I mentioned in the intro, you know, the topic of finding motivation and confidence, especially postpartum and motherhood, I feel like everyone struggles with. I know Bailey and I talk about this all the time. We hear it from our community members of just how hard it is to keep motivated with new kids, busy lives, and obviously postpartum body and getting that confidence back is just, uh, it's hard. It's a hard season it's challenging. of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bailey's like in the thick of it right now, you know, especially mm -hmm. that I feel like that early postpartum is, I mean, I don't know if it ever completely goes away, but especially that early postpartum. So, you know, we got to talking about who to bring on, like, honestly, there's no one better we could think of than you because mm -hmm. it's, it is, it is where you really thrive, where you, you just, you dig in and it's so cool to see what you do with your clients. So, um, we'll get to that in a second. Before I get ahead of myself, um, <laughs> Sierra, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Anything you want to include? Yeah, I'm just going to speak from my heart here. And I love how you opened that. And I feel like, you know, I've become an expert in working with moms, but mostly because I needed the support for myself in my early stages of motherhood. Prior to motherhood, I was already coaching in the personal development space. This is well before life coach or health coach was even a recognized term. And I thought that somehow because of my diligence in pursuing, you know, myself and this personal development work and working with over 800 clients at the time through a few of um, my positions prior to becoming a mom, I thought I might be exempt, you know, from the hardships mm -hmm. that came with motherhood. And it really was such an awakening moment for me. Because I remember being in the depths of my despair, really struggling. And what I didn't realize in that moment is the depths of my darkness would actually give birth to the height of my light. And that's ultimately what I help women and mothers do in my coaching practice. And what we recognize is that motivation and confidence only come from a willingness to dive into the very things that are keeping you from that self-doubt, right? When you dive mm -hmm. into self-doubt, disconnect, the loneliness that you feel, you start to have more access to confidence and motivation. So I really help women understand the root of what's happening within them so that they can more easily show up for 
the things that matter most, their children, Mm -hmm. their look good, feel good routines, you know, all the things that really matter to them, their hobbies, their creativity, a lot of those things get lost in this transition into motherhood. For sure. Like that's, that's, it's true. And it's like, you know, as you, as you, you know, you're a mom of two, our kids are basically the same ages. We just, Mm -hmm. just were discussing birthdays. You know, you've experienced two pregnancies, two postpartum times, which, um, you know, we talk about a lot in our community, how hard that is um, to just regain your confidence. It's such a challenge. Um, So obviously you're in that space. Um, What is it that you do? Like, I know there's, there's a lot to it. I know, but um, you know, how do you (laughs) help your clients just start off by gaining more confidence in themselves? Yeah. You know, I think what was really hard for me is I felt like I was always getting it wrong. Mm -hmm. I had this idea of who I would be as a mother before becoming a mother. So I was trying to live up to my own idea of the perfect mom. And it was in the pushing, the grinding and the hustle to really align to that idea where I started to lose myself. I had such a high bar of expectation for myself, and I always felt like I was falling short. You know, I had a child who had digestive issues. Like, it always felt like I couldn't do enough to support him, his health, and his happiness, which was my number one focus and aim. And so I felt like I wasn't good enough, you know, and that was a story that I really needed to address. Um, And it was in the hustle, the grind and the pushing that I felt like I really lost myself. So you asked, how do you root into confidence really from that place? Well, I just said, you know, I realized I had the bar set super high for myself. And when I look back at my past, I've always been that way. Yeah. You know, I've always been someone who has high expectations of myself and I've always performed. I've always found a way to meet those. And that's why motherhood was so humbling for me. Because I kept feeling like I was just falling short, falling short, falling short. And so one of the biggest pivots that I made was I began to really see myself for all that I was and all that I was doing and all the ways I was showing up for my child and my family versus all that I wasn't. So all the ways that I was falling short. I had to let go of my to-do list. I had to let go of again, those high expectations in order to see myself in this essence of who I really was, a loving mother who cared about her child's health and happiness and was willing to do whatever it took for him. Mm -hmm. And so if I knew that what was most important to me, because this also helped me gain my confidence, was really recognizing what truly matters here. And what really mattered to me was that I wanted to be a kind, present, confident parent. I felt like that's who I wanted to be for him in order to support him in drawing forth his unique talents, gifts, and strengths as given by God. And Mm -hmm. I knew that in order to be that shepherd, that leader for him, I needed to let go of all this weight of the responsibilities I put on my shoulders. And so I just started leaning into seeing myself for the greatness, for the goodness of who I was in my role. I started to trust my intuition more, and I really watched my mind. And as I say with my clients, I cancel canceled the thoughts and the self-limiting beliefs that were coming up for me again and again. 
and I stopped watering the weeds in the garden of my mind and started watering the seeds of possibility, of hope, of possibility for me as an independent woman beyond my experiences of just being a mom. And that really provided so much soul fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like it enabled me to be the best person I could be for my family. That's great. So it sounds like once you let go of this idea of perfection or what you thought was perfection, it actually sounds like it really opened your eyes and you were more present and just kind of going off your intuition of, you know, how to be a mother and what that feels like. Yeah. You know, a woman who's not filled up from within has a hard time filling up others around her. Mm -hmm. If you can't tap into that inner radiance, your vitality, your spirit, your soul, it's like you're, and people tell me this all the time and I'm just going to go right there. People share with me, mother share with me. I feel dead inside Sierra. I feel dead inside. And what they're speaking to is they're missing that vitality, that life force, that joy, that creativity, that fun. They want to tap into those essences again. And this is what I call learning how to live from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And when you live from the inside out, that's how you become the woman you imagine you could be in your family. But first, you must lower that bar. Mm -hmm. Bailey, I'm going to compliment you for a second because I think you've done a really good job of this. Mm. Well, um, thanks. I don't know have. what it is yet, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do. I've just been all three of us on the phone. I think we were all like type A perfectionists. We're doers. Mm-hmm. We're achievers. Like we set our bars so high, mm-hmm. like impossibly high. And Bailey, I think you've done a great job of, you know, you have these expe- expectations in your head, but you've adapted so well to like, like, I mean, when you have a kid, we all know like structure goes out the window. Mm-hmm. And like, you've just been able to like pick it up and go. I just, I really do. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I, f- I can kind of relate here. I feel like I also had these expectations of what I thought a, a mom would be. And it's kind of one of those things that like, you really don't know until you know, right. Mm-hmm. Until you're like going through, going through it. And honestly, just like what we say in this podcast, embrace the messy. That's kind of just something that I've always kept in the back of my mind of like, mm-hmm. You know, I'm very much also like a perfectionist. I like to achieve things. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three. Mm. And it's, that's something that I feel like I've just kind of had to let go of in some ways. I mean, not let go of myself, but let go of that idea of, okay, everything has to be perfect. The house has to be perfect. You know, I have to keep him dressed in like the cutest clothes, you know, all the things Mm. like you just have to let, let go of that. And that's what I've been trying to remind myself. And I feel like, thank you, Carrie, for the compliment. I mean, it's definitely, you know, I have my days, right. Where I'm like, oh, like I just wish he not <laughs> himself messy. And like, I wish I didn't have to clean him all the time. <laughs> um, but I do feel like kind of what we say, embracing the messiness and has definitely helped me. So I think that's kind of where that stems from, but I really appreciate the compliment. Yeah. Anytime. Words of, words of affirmation are my love language. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all I can get. I love that. Um, Sierra, you mentioned, um, living from the inside out, like what, can you go into a little bit more of like what that means? Yeah. You know, very simply, I think it's about learning who you are, you know, in, the work that I do with moms, we really get clear on who am I? 
Like, what is this greater why for my existence? What is like my current purpose, aim, motivation, my reason to really get up and do a great job in this one day that I have in this experience of life? And living from the inside out is an experience of being able to identify those things that make you come alive, that gets your cells vibrating high and making conscious, aware choices to prioritize those things, recognizing that it helps you be a vitality-charged, happy woman in the roles that you play if those things are important to you. I mean, I think we all have heard, you know, the stories of I'm tired. You know, most moms go through that phase, right? But it's like, have you ever gotten lost in like a new creative hobby? And have you ever noticed how that energy and that vitality just fills you up almost instantaneously? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like going to an adult hip hop dance class. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. it's like you throw yourself in that room and very quickly you forget how tired you are. Right? Yep. So living from the inside out is learning how to recognize the difference between your wants and your needs and choosing to fulfill that which you need mm-hmm. to really perform to the best of your ability in the roles that you signed up for. Does that answer your question, Bailey? Oh, yeah. No, no, definitely. Uh, Do you feel like that is an aha moment for a lot of the women and the moms that you work with, like to get them kind of out of that, gosh, I just feel dead inside type feeling? Yeah, it takes a little while to go from that essence. Not long, Mm -hmm. truly, just about a week and a half or two. Um, but if you don't have the support of a mentor or a coach, this might be something that truly you may never, you may not find for even as long as a decade. You know, I meet with, with moms who have children that are more grown up with mine sometimes. Mm -hmm. And what they always say, hands down is I wish I had these tools when my children were young because their memory of who they were in that role was a tired control freak who was so focused on her to-do list that she missed those moments. You know, Mm -hmm. even the moment of her child's birthday party, it was the perfect party. I hear this so, so often. You know, these moms, these type A moms, just like me, throwing these amazing birthday parties that just look fantastic, but the mom cannot sink into that essence of joy, the kind of joy that is shown on her child's face when he has maybe a jumpy house in his backyard for the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. She can't sink into that joy because she's so worried about the mess that people are making behind her and quickly cleaning it up. Right. Because Mm -hmm. that's more of where her focus is than in the moment experiencing the joy that's happening all around her. It's hard to tap into joy if you've been consciously numbing yourself from even the equal opposite emotion which Mm -hmm. might be loneliness, sadness. If you're numbing yourself from those emotions, emotion is energy in motion. If you rob yourself from the ability to let your energy be in motion, even if it's sadness, you also are robbing yourself of the good feelings Mm -hmm. of joy. So how do we get results? We lift up the rug. 
Mm-hmm. We lift up the rug and we look what's been hiding under there for quite some time. And even in the process of lifting up the rug, it's like the most enlightening experience. Mm-hmm. You can go free once you're willing to move through it all. It's not about hiding, blocking, numbing, turning your back from on some strong feelings you really don't want to feel now. It's about learning how to move through the obstacles you face in a new and different way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of women and moms can relate to that, especially with like the birthday party, you know, that you had mentioned. I mean, Crew's going to be one in July and I'm like, okay, do I want to have the party at my house? Mm -hmm. Do I, because I, or should I have it somewhere else? Because I can tend to be like, oh, I got to clean this up. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of where my mindset goes, but you're so right. Like being present in that very moment. Cause he's only going to have one birthday party, you know, his first birthday, or he's only going to have one first birthday party. I should say, right. not one birthday party. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you do have to think about those things. So I'm sure so yeah. many moms can relate to that. Yeah. You know, and what we started doing in our home with birthday parties, once I really started hearing the story from so many mothers, What they would say to me is, I just want to be able to be happy and in the moment, like on my child's birthday. And I started to really look at how I was relating to my own children's birthdays. And we immediately made a switch. And that switch is really in asking them, how do you want to be celebrated on your birthday? And really just holding space for them to speak, share, whatever's on their heart. And when they're really young, you know, three and four, they still have the ability to communicate to you that which they want to experience on their birthday. And we underestimate their ability to just tell us. And so my husband and I have decided to just meet our boys at their needs. And the last few years of birthdays have looked like family trips. This past February, we were living in a new town um, in Golden, Colorado. We took Theo, who turned five, up to the hot springs. And we just had the most fun family adventure. He never asked about a birthday party. He goes to birthday parties. He was so filled up and felt so seen on that day. And that's what was most important to us. And that's what's become most important to us, too. And Reese said this year, you know, Mom, I really want a mountain bike. And we said, okay, is that really what you want for your birthday? You know, is that kind of all you want for your birthday. And he's like, yes. So we got him his mountain bike and just had a little family celebration at our house, quietly around the table. It was everything that they wanted and probably more because Mm -hmm. we were so present with them in that experience. Mm -hmm. We did the same thing this year. Yes. Because they have the same birthday month and I want them, we want them to, you know, not feel like they always have to do their birthdays together. But the two of them are like best buds. So when we asked, like the first yeah. one was like, we want to go somewhere together. Like it was the coolest thing um, that they didn't like normally, you know, have you all these kids like, I want this party. I want this. And they, for two seconds, they said that. And then they both, I gave them the options. They're like, no, we'd like to just go do something together. Um, it was, it was just really cool. It was a cool family experience. They loved it. It was kind of a win-win for all of us. So it's kind yeah. of like the be more, do less that you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. That's it for sure. It is. And like, um, what I was, what came to my mind is as you're talking is, you know, I feel like exhaustion is a term 
what's we hear from our community all the time. Moms are exhausted. You know, they want to exercise. They want to be better. They want to do better, but their lack of energy and exhaustion makes it hard to take care of themselves. So that's why Bailey and I developed Fit Mom M30. So for mm-hmm. those of you who don't, um, who are listening to this, who um, don't know, Bailey and I have a fitness and nutrition um, online community that's 30-minute workouts, 30-minute meals, because, and sometimes they're 10-minute workouts, because let's be serious. Not every day do you feel like doing the do. Um, so, you know, we're all about those small, simple actions, small, simple shifts. So with what you do, like to me, it sounds amazing, but I know I'm sure some of our listeners are like, that sounds like so much. So how Mm. do you, how do you take this concept of, you know, looking under the rug and making it these daily simple shifts? Great question. So it does sound like a lot, but that's because most people are looking through a lens of needing to do more to feel better. And that's precisely the problem. When you learn how to tap into the essence of who am I being today, you actually expand your capacity to do. So when you let go of your stories, the stories that keep you stuck, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I can't go on like this anymore. When you learn how to let go of your stories and detach from them, and I'll go into an example here in a second, you set yourself free. 1% more, 1% more with each story you let go throughout your day. You see, the goal is to feel better, to feel happier, to feel more vitality and energy throughout your day. But you're spending the energy that you do have rehearsing and entertaining these stories. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like how many times can you wake up I know it's hard when you have a newborn and come downstairs and see your husband for the first time and say, oh, I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm so tired. Your thoughts become things. And as I teach to my clients, your words are your wand. Your words, your spoken word is your wand, meaning what you put out there is what? what you're going to get back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to have more reasons, more excuses, more evidence to prove to yourself that you're tired. Mm -hmm. And what does that do? Makes you more tired. Makes you even more tired, right? It's so simple. When we really get clear on what's happening on the inside, it becomes so simple. What you're really tired of is rehearsing these same stories again and again. And you don't have to be in the newborn stage to be doing this. Most people are doing this. They just don't realize it. It's these stories that are robbing you of vitality, of excitement about your life. It's your inability to root into this now moment and tap into the essence, the vibration of who you want to be. Mm -hmm. And here's where I want to go a little bit deeper. Most people are living their lives and making choices based on how they are feeling. And in my masterclass, which is free, we can talk about that at the end, I talk about how to change this up. Most people are living their lives, feeling their way through it. Whereas if we just make this one shift and instead of feeling our way through life, we think first. And this approach I mentioned in shift number three, it's called think, feel, and act. So rather than being a victim of your feelings, 
you think first, who do I want to be today? Okay, I want to be a present mom who has energy to be there for my older kids while I'm taking care of this younger child. Okay, well, how would that part of me feel? Well, she would feel, you know, positive in her child's presence. She would feel uplifted by their laughter. She would be tapped into the joy on their face as they make the mess and build the tent in the living room. Okay, I can see it now. And then act. Now it's your job because you've made that choice to show up in that choice. And what we've just done here is totally reversed the whole experience of being victimized by how you're feeling. So now your days, once you get practice with this technique, no longer need to be a result of your big emotions that you haven't yet processed through. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, we have obviously the pregnancy postpartum kind of every stage of motherhood to help you stay physically healthy. And we know that another huge aspect of health, which you've kind of touched on a lot in this Mm -hmm. podcast is that a mental emotional mindset piece, which is kind of your area of focus. Can you kind of just explain a little bit why you recommend that mamas also not only just focus on that physical part of health, which I think is so, you know, kind of society just kind of really talks mostly about that, but why they should also kind of step into this mindset mentor type program as well. Yeah, I think it's so important. You know, when I was in my early stages of motherhood, I just wanted to get back in shape you know, and, and I knew that that would help me feel better. But what I didn't really realize were how the stories, like I just described, how much mm-hmm. those stories and excuses, they were creating excuses and really taking me out of doing good things for myself. So when I realized like how much that was happening, I, I knew I needed to focus there really on the mindset. And when focusing on the mindset, it became easier to eat the right foods to do something good for myself. Just like you said, even if it's just a 10 minute workout. So for me, mindset is so important because I recognize that it's really been my stories that aren't true. They're based in fear. They're based in feeling. The truth is I might feel tired, but I'm also feeling a lot of other things at the same time. I love to teach my kids. You can feel sad and happy all at the same time. And Mm -hmm. when you live in the and, You might sit with the question, oh, I'm tired. Well, what else am I? Oh, I'm also grateful. You know, you can tap into other feelings that you're actually feeling a little bit of too. And so why going to the mind gym, as I call it, is so important is I meet a lot of women who are truly, you know, similar to us, but maybe even a little bit more extreme where they haven't quite cracked the code on how their perfectionism is robbing them of happiness. They do the workout, buy the perfect groceries, have the meal planned, push themselves into this toxic routine and rhythm where they're almost like robotic in their home. And here's the thing. They listen to healthy podcasts. They read all the books. They study nutrition. They're doing whatever they can to help bring health into their family. But they're losing themselves in it. And as we all know here, you know, dis-ease, lack of ease within yourself will eventually translate to disease in the physical body. 
right? It's all connected. Mm -hmm. The mind, body, and spirit is all connected. So to really nourish yourself wholly and fully, you have to go within. You have to really look at what your inner critic's voice is saying. Really look at those stories. Detach yourself from them. Recognize you are not those voices in your head. And start to tap into that soul voice, the voice of your higher self that's always been there. Your inner guidance system is wanting to take the lead. And I believe to get her in the front seat of the car, you really have to work on the mind and the Mm -hmm. stories. So that's why I think mentorship in this area is equally as important as what you put in your mouth and the ways you move your body. It's all interconnected mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. I know we couldn't agree more. I, I think it's so important to exactly like you said, it's all a balance, right? And you can't be healthy if one area isn't focused on if you know, if one of those areas is depleted, um, to be truly, you know, whole, to be truly whole. Mm -hmm. So we completely agree with that. I don't know, Kara, if you want to Oh, mention anything about that, because I know you're also very passionate about that. Absolutely. Because just like you said, Sierra, you know, like, that's why we don't even in our program, we don't do everyone says, like, just give me a meal plan. It's like, if it was that simple, (laughs) everyone would be would be would work, it would work for everyone. Like, giving someone a meal plan doesn't doesn't do the work, like giving them options, giving them healthy recipes, showing them how to incorporate healthy foods where you don't have to track every macro check every like, taking that away, stripping away all of those um, like almost like what we're always talking about that those high goalposts, like follow mm-hmm. this meal plan to the, the extreme and you will be healthy, do seven workouts a week and you will be great. Like finding that in between, um, it's just something, it's something that we're really passionate about. And I just, I love that it's the same approach for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the big question is at what cost? Yeah. You know, it's like the hustle and the grind are really pushing mothers into the ground where they're not able to be who they want to be for their kids. And the crazy thing is, is you could have the best intentions, right, of health, happiness, vitality for your family, but at what cost, right? At what cost? And when your kids are looking at you while you're doing all this thing, all these Mm -hmm. things, like spending a lot of time on a meal and hustling to work out before you go to baseball practice when you really don't want to work out, but you're going to do it anyway, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. who are you being for them? What are you demonstrating to them? Do you want to be demonstrating that hustle energy? It's so true. I think that's an important question to ask. Like, Mm -hmm. who am I being? Again, it goes back to the being. Who am I being in this moment Mm -hmm. as a role model to my children? Take a look. 93% of our communication to our children is energetic. That means only 7% is verbal. So Mm. if you're wondering why your children aren't listening to your directions, your directives, the words that are coming out of your mouth, it may be because they're looking at you and you may not be embodying the very wishes that you have for them. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My son has to read for school. This is a big deal. 80 minutes a week at seven years old. I think that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this? You know, I'm like coming up with my action plan. And then I just tossed that. And I said, he needs to see me reading. And so what we do is we wake up early. So we don't even do it after school. You know, his brain is too tired. We wake up early. I cozy up under a blanket 
And he comes down and I'm already reading. What do you think that's signaling to him? That he should be reading. Well, it's reading is fun. It's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It's pleasurable. The fire's on. It's still dark outside. It's a vibe. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe, right? Versus a force, versus a push. So that's just Mm -hmm. one example of really how I bring this into my own life. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it is because kids are always watching. Mm -hmm. Yes. Always. And they're like little sponges. (laughs) 100%. Truly. Well, this has been, I can understand why you're like a motivating coach, mentor, (laughs) because this has been extremely motivating (laughs) for me, I know. Um, So Sierra, can you kind of talk a little bit about your program, you know, what you have to offer, and then where our listeners can find you at and contact you? Yeah, for sure. So my program is called Becoming Her with a capital H, The Next Evolution. And really, the name is so telling. Because it's about stepping in to who you would be as the highest version of yourself, that woman you want to become. And to introduce you into a little more depth into some of the topics we talk about here, I have a free masterclass where I walk you through five shifts, many of which were mentioned here. The think, feel, and act is my, quote, secret weapon. It's really one of the biggest ways we get results. I mentioned that in shift number three. And you can find that masterclass on my website at sierraburton.com backslash register. And you'll be able to receive these shifts for free. And then at the end, if you're called to get to know more about how we can apply these shifts, I'll hop on the phone with you and we'll do it together. So I offer a complimentary first session. And in that session, if you want to learn more about becoming her, and you want to experience this journey of living from the inside out, you ask me. And we dive deeper into that then. I love it. And for everyone listening, we'll put all of your information and Sierra's information in the show notes. So in case you happen to forget, maybe you're driving right now, um, you can always come back to that. And we'll also be sharing on our social media platforms too. So like I said, Sierra, we have just really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. I think you're a wealth of knowledge. You're obviously very passionate. Um, you have a great voice, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, you have a great podcast voice. So if you're ever thinking about doing a podcast, I, <laughs> it's definitely one that I would listen to because everyone has to, like, I feel like the voice in me are like a big thing. Like, if you don't have a great podcast voice, it's hard to listen to, at least for me. <laughs> or like motivating. I feel like every time I get off the phone with Sierra, I'm just like, energized yes she's very yes she <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so happy to hear this you guys because I'm am. just truly hand on my heart um here with you so um you guys sound amazing too I love the energy here I'm sure these moms are just so blessed to have you in their ear on this podcast so thank you for the work that you're doing in the world it really really matters oh well thank you so much and again if you want to get in contact with Sierra all that information will be in the show notes um if you would please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That would great. We would greatly appreciate it. That's how mamas find us to learn more and do more. And remember mamas to embrace the messy. And until next time, bye. Bye mamas. Bye.